to Gamer's Ledge, the only daily Midwest-based podcast about video games. News, opinions, and reviews about video games every day. Tuesday through Friday, every week of the year, covering the Wii, PlayStation Portable, Xbox 360, PS2, and PS3. And now, here are your hosts, Nakamoto Joe and The Marksman. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. It is Thursday, February the 8th. See, I can tell the date. You're getting better. I'll say that. You are getting better. I'm the Marksman. And this is Yakamoto Joe. And we are here to talk about video games. And we've got quite a show today. First off, uh, for those of you that browse the forums, you will have noticed that we have a new uh, dedicated forum for posting questions, feedback that you want read on the air, and we will read those and do so, or you can email them in uh, to gamersledge at gmail.com, and Joe and I look them over and and we talk about them on the show. We're going to start doing that every day right here in the first segment of the show. And so we got a couple questions in today, actually three questions in today. First question Alex had for us, and I'll pose this to you first, Joe. Uh, when, if ever, will we start truly seeing quote-unquote next-gen games versus upgrades of the same games we've been playing for the last two generations? Well, you know, I, I thought it was going to be right now. Um, I'll be honest with you. I mean, if, if any of the other um, generations of video games or video game systems were a precursor, it would be right now. Uh, with the release of new systems, you're always, always, always seeing new IPs that, that make it to market because, you know, it's, a, it's an untapped system. People are willing to try new things. And so, yeah, I would say right now would be the best time, but so far that hasn't quite happened just yet. I mean, I think, jeez, uh, what's... What what is what is out there? That I mean, well, I, I guess for for the Wii, you're seeing all kinds of different types of new, quote unquote, next gen type things out there. I mean, you've got your Excite trucks, which I, I mean, it's basically a racing game. I guess I don't know. Um, it it's kind of a loaded question because I mean, we're I think creatively, it seems like a lot of these things, while they may be new uh, intellectual properties. Um, they're not breaking any new ground. Like, for instance, Crackdown that's coming out here pretty soon. It's a new IP, but it's a, a send-up of the Grand Theft Auto idea, I guess. You know, it just it flips it flips the switches, and you know, you're not a bad guy; you're a good guy now, and and it adds sort of a superhero thing to it. But um, I, I don't know. What, what do you think? I, I'm kind of agreeing with with your intent behind your answer um i i think we're gonna see a lot of new ips but i actually really don't expect anything to break the mold like for example it could be said that we're gonna see the quote-unquote next gen bubble burst a little bit here in march for the playstation 3 and then we won't get hit with the rest of it until november right before the christmas holiday but are any of these going to be quote unquote next gen is in redefining um that kind of ties into our next question i don't want to get too much into it but we will see things like motor storm uh coming out for the ps3 that is a brand new ip and although if you've played the demo and you've you spent any hands-on time with the game, you know it's kind of a cross between Burnout and Need for Speed and a couple other, you know, uh, off-road racing. 
mm-hmm. it's it's there's nothing new in it per se, but it's the entire presentation altogether. When will we see truly quote unquote next gen games? I think it's when developers are willing to break out of the box, but history has not been kind to those developers. All I have to say is Okami. Oh my gosh. Congratulations on making a wonderful game. We're closing down your studio. That's right. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like an amazing, enthralling, deep game, and the sales were not there, and the, the critics loved it. Game reviewers like you and I, we love it, and we just, it, it's like there's this imaginary brick wall that I just keep beating my head against. I don't know why people don't go out and pick up this game. Uh, it, it's amazing, but at the same time, nobody seems to really want to take the chance on it. So, well, and and I think you hit the nail right there on the head. I think in this day and age, with with production costs rising, um, and things like I mean, like we were talking about in the show a couple of days ago, forty million dollars to get Lost Planet out. Um, it's every every single game that you put out is a gamble. It could it could make or break your company, and so I think. A lot of these companies, your Capcoms, your Konami's, your um, Microsoft Game Studios, even your Sony Studios, um, all these different studios are like, well, we've sold a hundred billion copies of Crash Bandicoot. Why don't we make another Crash Bandicoot? Because we know it'll sell at least a million copies or so. And I think right now we're in that 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 period where um, it's 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 quite possible that you know people are just taking the safe route rather than taking a gamble. Well, and that ties into a question sent in by Neo Sapien, which is our second question. Where can PS3 and Xbox 360 go to give the quote-unquote next-gen experience? Nintendo has come up with something to set it apart and is actively using it, referring to, obviously, the Wii control structure. And while it does not fit the typical definition of quote-unquote next-gen, will it actually end up defining it? Uh, Do you want to take first stab at this, or you want me to? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I I think as far as the, each company is positioning themselves on a different platform for what quote unquote the next gen experience is. If you look at the PlayStation Three, the the unfortunate thing is is that they have not defined their message very well. If you look at most of their documentation for the PS Three, it's honestly graphics, pure graphics pushing power. Uh, the Xbox 360 is online play, and the Wii is their control structure. That right now is the message that consumers are being bombarded with. You want the PS3 because it's a workhorse and it's going to be prettier than the rest. The Xbox 360 ha- is established and it's got uh, online capability, the best online system that's out there today. And Nintendo has this amazing quirky control scheme that's being utilized in ways never thought before. They're redefining the experience. So the question becomes actually what what Neo Sapiens asking me to, to answer is where can they go to break out of those molds? And if the, unfortunately the answer is if I knew that I would be a million dollar game designer Uh, because I, I, with the limitations and the way that they've, packaged us and, and routed us, we're basically on a rail shooter. We've got no choice but to go down the, the road that they've set forth for us. I can hope that PS3 will find a way to combine the Wii control structure since it's got the six axis with the online play since it's got the free PlayStation network and the computing processor to redefine a game genre or three. But 
nobody has shown evidence of that so far. So right now, it looks like PS3's next-gen experience is going to be the second and third generation games that utilize a great deal more of the processing power of the of the machine. What do you think, Joe? That that sounds about right. I mean, I, I that that makes a whole lot of sense. You're you're absolutely right. Um, Microsoft has definitely established themselves as an online company, um, and they're trying to find ways uh, to breathe. I guess, I, I guess to make the next gen experience happen through online. Um, in one of my news stories today, um, they're actually attempting to do something like that, where they're, uh, you know, using your gamer score now. You'll be able to have uh, a competition. You'll be able to do competitions every couple of months, where you're, uh, you'll try and earn gamer points over Xbox Live and things like that. Um, I noticed you had uh, one of the stories for today, the uh, virtual tennis. Um, yes. You know, and and I, I'm not going to touch on what your part, what your story is, but one thing that really infuriates me is the fact that. Xbox is getting online play for Virtua Tennis, and the PS3 is not. Yes, we're getting we're getting the Wii control scheme, quote unquote. And all I better all I got to say is, if I was gonna pick up a tennis game and want to play it Wii style, what am I gonna want to do? I'm gonna want to hold the controller in my hand like a racket, and you know, no, yeah, yeah. But is that what we're getting? No. We're getting player movement and tilting of the the racket, etc. Uh, if that's the only reason, uh, yeah, I'd rather have online play than. Well, and that's what I don't understand is with in Sony's situation. Uh, I mean, you're exactly right. They have not defined themselves as to what they want to be. They they're kind of they're they're trying to take the best of both worlds from Sony and or from Microsoft and Nintendo, and then it's kind of halfway doing it on both. You know, they're, they're like, oh, well, you can get online now, and we're going to, we, we swear we're going to make it better. But then, like you say, with Virtua Tennis, they take the online play out and give you the the racket movement. But you're like, well, how does that, why would I want that when I'm using a controller and not something shaped like a racket handle? It, that That's, I, I don't know, It's I think it's a misstep, but, you know, we'll see. Well, we've got time for one last question, and this question comes from Cass. And Cass asks, why aren't there more family-friendly games coming out for the PlayStation 3? It seems to be a degenerative state of the industry as a whole, but specifically for the PS3. There are many Sony faithful out there that want a PS3 for their families and find there is little or no content for those with younger kids, forcing them to pretty much the only choice out there, the Wii. Um, that's an excellent question, Cass. There's a lot of reasons that comes into my mind as to why you're not seeing that. The biggest thing is, is that this is a launch of a new system. Every game right now is the most expensive uh, that it will be in the cycle of development. And because of that, the companies are a lot less likely to, as we were talking about before, take a risk on creating a new IP or a new gameplay experience um, since it costs so much to develop for the system initially. So what we'll find them doing is, uh, uh, Joe and I were talking about the answer to this question uh, beforehand on the show, and, and Joe, why don't you say what you said about the PlayStation 2? What I noticed is when the PlayStation 2, when it came out and everyone was moving from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2, um, you what, what you ended up seeing was um, 
every all of a sudden the PlayStation One became a hotbed of edutainment titles because suddenly it becomes so much cheaper to develop for the PlayStation One, and I see the same thing happening uh, for the PlayStation Two here coming up. I think now that uh, a lot of the developers are moving on to PlayStation Three, you're going to see a lot of the um, uh, your your Activisions and um, trying to think of uh, maybe um, I guess Disney or EA or whatever you're going to see a lot more of these companies saying oh well hey it it costs a lot less to develop a kid friendly title now on a PlayStation Two and so I think you're going to see a lot of budget uh, budget minded family friendly stuff coming out on the PS Two which in in this in this situation is a win win situation because since your PlayStation Three is backwards compatible, um, you just go ahead and buy that edutainment title or that 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 uh, family title and play it on your PS Three, but you're getting it at PS Two pricing, which I think is a win win situation. That's a huge win for me because I mean you not only get the content you want, but you get it at a greatly reduced price that still runs excellently on a brand new system. Um, well, and the cool thing is, is I remember back in the PS1, PS2 days, um, some of the coolest, most fun stuff that I still play to this day on the PlayStation um, came out at that time. I mean, there were some of those those crazy uh, 9.99, um, you know, games that were just titled like uh, Boxing or Board Game. Or <laughs> I, I know one of my favorites is... Barbie Horse Adventures? Not Barbie Horse Adventures. Ugh. No, it was a Top Shop. Um, it is a great budget title out there. It's a, it's a neat little family-friendly board game. Um, phenomenal. It cost me $10, one of the, and that's probably one of the games that I play the most right now from my PlayStation 1 library. And so the, the best thing I could say, Cass, is, is hold off. Um, uh, as far as PS3 proper titles, you're not going to see those for a while, but I would expect to see some of them tied in with PSPs. We, we were talking before the show, I would love to see a brand new Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Tell me where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. That used the PSP G GPS. Wow, I sound like I'm, I'm in a, a computer speak program. <laughs> Can you get that uh, PSP GPS to me ASAP? Stat. But yeah, I mean, imagine if you were going on a, on a trip, a family vacation, and you could plot that in to the game beforehand, tell it you're going to Atlanta, for example, and you have to play Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego by actually going to the places in Atlanta and looking for her using the GPS. How awesome would that be? Well, but then, you know, and, and I agree with you, it would be, but then again, we come back right back to square one, which is kind of tied into all three of the questions that we've had today, is are companies willing to take that kind of a risk? Yeah, and unless the answer is, unless they're subsidized by some way in Sony, unfortunately right now I'd say the answer is no. Yeah, which is unfortunate, because there's a lot of really cool ideas out there. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, infected. Infected for the PSP. Oh, yeah, it was uh, great. I mean that that had fantastic potential, and when you play it by yourself, eh, it's an okay game. But once you start getting people involved and trading uh, your disease from <laughs> PSP to PSP, and it's actually a family-friendly, safe game. So don't yeah. Even though it sounds like you're you're transmitting diseases, you are. But it's still pretty pretty interesting. I I thought it could it could have taken off really, but. Again, that's lack of infrastructure mode, which is something that, for some reason, most developers seem afraid to commit to. So, 
Well, that's going to take us to our first break. And when we come back, the news. In the world is Carmen San Diego. Who says what's news anyway? It's Poor Mojo's News Show, presenting a daily roundup of things that seemed important. The News Show is the radio version of Poor Mojo's Newswire, the blog where we track down the stories that move us to laugh, cringe, scream, or moan. Monday through Friday, spend 10 minutes or so with us as we cover politics, online gaming, comic books, movies, environmental news, the grotesque. Find us online at P-O-O-R-M-O-J-O dot O-R-G. It's Poor Mojo's News Show. Newsflash 2007, America joins the war against expensive comics by rolling out its most impressive weapon yet, TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com ships comics to military personnel overseas, as well as to everyday Joes in the good old U.S. of A. Every comic magnet board, join the fight and win the war at TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com! Do you want Firefly to live? Damn straight. Do you want Serenity to have a sequel? I said yes already. Where's the outstanding issue? At The Signal, we believe that Serenity is worth fighting for. No power in the verse can stop me. If you believe that too, join us. We are not alone. The Signal Podcast. Make The Signal go further. Because we want our trilogy. I'll take three. This is how it is. I want my trilogy. Firefly Technical Manual. Sci-Fi Review. Understand your part in all this? Do you? You're listening to The Signal. I'm Wes. And I'm Carrie. And we are here to talk about Firefly. www.serenityfirefly.com Time for the news. IGN has a hands-on report with Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion for the PlayStation 3, and the report is better looking than the Xbox 360, faster load times than the Xbox 360, graphics comparable to high-end PCs, according to the IGN team, and better frame rates than the 360. I call that a win-win situation. No, well, my my big question would be: Are they going to get the Shivering Isles? That's I, I, I would be I I would be that that they, could be a they they said I've been reading quite a bit about this, and they said that there was not enough memory due to the way that the graphics the 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 uh, graphics programs work to load all of the extra content. Uh, so we are going to get shafted on some of it. I know there's no horse armor. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. But as long as, as long as we get the Knights of the Nine quest and the Shivering Isles, I'm good. I could care less about anything else. I'm good if we get that. <laughs> and they are cool. I, I I played through Knights of the Nine, and that was an amazing quest. I I really liked that. That was a lot of fun. In Xbox Live Arcade news, the much anticipated Def Jam Icon demo will be available to download for free sometime today, if it's not already. Uh, it will allow you to play as either Big Boy or T.I. and take place in the gas station level. We reported on this last week, but like I said last week, it got it got pushed back, so it should be out today. So go get it and play as those people who I have no idea who they are. You know what I'm most ex- excited about? 
What's that? You can play as TI Man, a Texas instrument calculator. That's gonna be awesome. See, see, is it bad that that's where my mind went to? I, I mean, is that does that say that I'm out of touch? Let with me the just music world adjust that I my pocket protector, we'll, and we'll move on to the next story. PlayStation Portable. Rockstar has announced Manhunt 2 for the PSP and the Wii, and it will be released this summer. No other information yet. We'll have more as it becomes available. That's a interesting... I, I think that's going to be an interesting game to watch for because I, I think with a game like Manhunt where you're, you, know, you sneak up behind people, choke them out, stab them, kill them, whatever, uh, it'll be interesting, A, to see what Rockstar does with the Wiimote, and it'll be interesting to see what the governments do with that 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 mindset, you know, <laughs> using the Wiimote as a knife, stabbing it over and over again into somebody's back. You know, it's, oh, oh my god. I, I, I envision people taking the Wiimote and the nunchuck and holding it and using it as like a garrote wire or something like that. Oh, that would be awesome, but what I was thinking is, new from Nintendo, the Wii Shank. <laughs> The Wii Shank. Oh my gosh, that's going to be phenomenal this Christmas. Oh, oh, I can't wait. Oh god, I'm lightheaded. <laughs> Question. What do Bruce Campbell and Microsoft have in common? He's going to kill them. No. No, and, and they aren't starving actors who depend on Sam Raimi. That's just one of them. Um, the answer is they both smell like aftershave. If you have it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't have it. If you have it, <laughs> you need more of it. Anyway, um, Old Spice is the uh is is the link between the two they have old spice in common uh bruce campbell's doing their advertising for old spice and microsoft has employed old spice um to um it was announced yesterday that microsoft and old spice would be working together uh to make good on a story we reported about last week where you could redeem your gamer score on Xbox Live for fantastic and amazing prizes. It's not what you think, though. Instead of taking your current gamer score and cashing it in, what Microsoft wants you to do is earn as many points uh, as possible in a 60-day window. So what they'll do is they'll take your current gamer score and put you in a level, either uh, one, two, or three, le uh, level one, two, or three, and then at the end of the contest, uh, period, your score will be tabulated, and um, each of the three tiers has a prize, I guess. You, you get different prizes. Uh, the lowest level is like a, a gamer gamer pick, and um, I think it's Contra, I believe. It, it's, a, it's a gamer pick and Contra, and maybe they, they send you some aftershave in the mail. I don't know. <laughs> but the top prize for that level three tier, it, you end up getting like a gamer... Uh, gamer picks for your Xbox Live, and um, I think 200 Microsoft points and a copy of Fusion Frenzy too. So, I mean, shoot, if you can win stuff just for playing games, uh, should be kind of neat. It'll be neat to see how that works. And then Microsoft has promised that later on uh, they'll have more contests that are more regional and things like that. The point is, if you've never had any of it, ever, people just seem to know. 
Well, on a related note, over on Engadget, they've made a discovery that your Xbox 360s might not sound like jets taking off anymore. As it would appear, Microsoft has started changing the drives since November to a quieter drive. Now, why don't they just make a bigger one? Or a hot-swappable one? That's okay. Mine's hot-swappable. Blah, 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 blah. I hear you talking, but all I hear is wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> If you thought waiting uh, for Half-Life 2 for next-gen consoles was a pain in the Freeman, brace yourself. Half-Life 2 is getting pushed back to winter. Next winter. Oh, my God. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, the contents are the same as before. Half-Life 2, the first episode. Half-Life 2, episode 2. Portal and Team Fortress 2. Uh, Valve has, de- has, de- has kept decidedly quiet on the reason for the delay. Um, I have absolutely no idea why, but my hunch is maybe it's because it's their only IP and uh, they need to ride that money train a little li- a little longer to get them to Half-Life 3. But but if, if that was the case, why wouldn't they release this stuff now and just release the rest of their episodic content for download? Oh, oh my brain. It, it, it boggles my mind. It really does. I mean, how can it take them that long to port? The Half-Life 2 and the, uh, what is it, the Half-Life 2, uh, Episode 2. How long can it take them to port that? I mean, Portal's been done forever. I, I, I don't get what the holdup is. I mean, for them to push it all the way back, basically an entire year, I think that's ridiculous. I, I just, I, my mind is melting. It's leaking out my ears. Well, we devoted an entire show to it. Will Blizzard bring World of Warcraft to the consoles? Well, in an interview with GameIndustry.biz, Itzik Basat, Vice President of Business Development for Blizzard, said in five years he doesn't expect there to be any consoles. I think I'm going to go run and scream in terror now. That's a pretty bold statement, don't you think? He was basically saying that, that you know, consoles are turning into basically powerful PCs. He was, I think he was referring specifically towards the the PS3. But even so, that I just think that that was a very bad thing to say. If I don't know what would, you know, cue terror in fans of franchises, then again, he really doesn't have to care, does he? Because they're all on the PC. Yeah, I guess. EA Sports! Not being... Uh, content with being first in everything, EA today kicked Sega in the candy land and knocked them down a peg. Uh, yesterday, Sega announced that they would be uh, the first to put out the first 360 game to feature native 1080p graphics in their Virtual Tennis 3 game. EA, however, spoke up today and said, Nuh-uh! Oh no, you didn't! Me first! And decided to release NBA Street uh, what are they on now? Four, I believe. Thirty days earlier to beat them to the punch. Take that, Sega. Eh, whatever. I I just don't get it. I, there's no HDMI output on 360. Yeah, I understand it's upscaling, but how can you have true 1080p without HDMI? It says it's native. It's native HD. I I will believe it when I see it. <sighs> I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. 
Plus, it's two sports games, so, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, it's, ooh, look, there's sweat. <laughs> the sweat on those sports games is so ridiculous anyway. <laughs> Who sweats like that, honestly? Mm, anyway. Nadal. <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> anyway, Mark and I are going to go towel off here real quick. <laughs> and so while we're doing that, enjoy some commercials. We'll be back with more news. Everyone needs a hero. At Tenth Penny... Comic book heroes are something we hold dear. With the largest selection of Silver Age heroes in the Omaha Metro, every hero is protected in a bag and board. Heroes and their comics need to be treated right. We care about comics. Come see our friendly and knowledgeable staff of heroes at 706 North Fort Crook Road in Bellevue, Nebraska, or visit us online at tenthpenny.com. Tenth Penny, where fun is an investment. First, there was Firefly. Where the hell is my spaceship? Shoot the man, not the horse. On a year now, I ain't had nothing to fix my nethers. We're run on bottom. Big damn heroes, sir. That sounds like science fiction. That's true. Then came the signal. I'm Wes. It's not and just I'm because Karen. Serenity and we have another interview for you in this show. You're listening to News it's from also the Bronx. The Firefly Timeline. You're going to need a higher This camp. future is all about when things happen. We want our trilogy. Now there's a whole world of new adventures. Would you fight for that right? How come no one's ever there's done it? There's plenty here that would. Probably no one's been desperate enough to Don't try. worry, this guy ain't even I bet we are. Join us at the signal because the verse just got bigger. www.serenityfirefly.com Now, back to the news. Well, Bill Gates has ostracized a bunch of Xbox gamers at a conference recently by claiming that Viva Pinata is a, quote, game for little girls, end quote. Uh, the, the game has been a very huge success across multiple demographics, and using the process of applicable logic under a humorous fallacy, guess where I'm going with this, Joe? Viva Pinata is for little girls. Viva Pinata is on the Xbox 360. So, Viva Pinata and the Xbox 360 are for little girls. That's not nice. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get all of our girl listeners together, and, and we're gonna we're gonna hit you with our old Xbox version ones. We have reported many, 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 many times about Grand Theft Auto Vice City stories appearing slash not appearing slash appearing again on the PS2. Well, today it is for sure, we swear. It will be available in North America on March 6th, 2007, and in Europe on March 9th. Uh, it, it is also likely it will retail for the same reasonable price as the previous PSP port of GTA Liberty City's stories, for 20 bones. Epic's Mark Rain said that he is digging the PS3 and the Xbox 360, and that Epic is psyched about the leasing of the Unreal Tournament engine to Squeenix. He also let slip that it was not possible to port the engine to the Wii, but an Epic partner was attempting to do so anyways. More on this as it develops. And that's going to do it for today's show. That's all the news we've got for today. Uh, now, we are going to have a mashup, and I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I want to, again, remind everybody, go on to the forums. Uh, feel free to post your questions, and we will answer them here on the show. Uh, feedback, 
You can give it to us at gamersledge at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the forum boards. You can send us an audio clip and we will play it a feedback and we'll play it on air as well. Uh, also, if you like the show, make sure you take our listener survey. Uh, you can also now listen to the show directly on the Gamers Ledge website. It is on the front page. There's a big listen now button right above it. If you like it, there's a survey you can take. It helps us kind of target who all we're talking to and more than anything else, tell some people about us. We're trying to get more listeners to come in and, and we want to create a gaming community that people can log onto the forums, talk about games, pick up some games of resistance or crackdown or whatever people are playing. We want to have a, a, an online community that plays together, even if it's not physically in the same spot. And, uh, before we get to the mashup, which I do want to talk about, Joe? Yes. Any words of advice? Ah, indeed. I, I have I have some words of wisdom today. He is prepared, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> if video games were meant to be in 3D, real life would be 3D too. Oh, wait a minute. Anyway, that's all I have. <laughs> well... Normally, it's pretty rare to find mashups that involve video games at all, and when you do stumble across them, generally they suck. I can tell you from having listened to quite a few of them. But in the case of our mashup today, not so. I stumbled across this on my usual hangout spot where the mecha of great bootleggers all hang out, and bootleggers, by the way, are, are people who make mashups. And not only is this song exceedingly well done, but the DJ has actually done a video as well. I'm going to play the song in its entirety, but the video link will be on our show notes as well. I highly recommend you check out the video, and it's pretty sweet. And it, Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I was really taken aback by how good this is. So without further ado, here's a Norwegian Recycling's Lose Your Fantasy. And that's going to do it for today's show. I'm the Marchman. I'm Yakamoto Joe. And we'll see you tomorrow. Good night, kids. Look. If you had one shot opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment Did you capture His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth But the words won't come out, he's choking how? Everybody's choking now, the clock's run out Time's up, over, loud, snap back to reality Oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes rabbit He choked, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies He know, he won't have it, he knows his whole back to these ropes, it don't matter, he's dope He knows that, but he's pro, he's so stagnant He knows when he goes back to this mobile home That's when it's back to the lab again, yo This old Rhapsody better go capture this moment And hope it don't pass You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it, you better never let it go You only get one shot, do not miss a chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it, you better never let it go This hole that is gaping This world is mine for the taking Make me king As we move toward a new world order A normal life is boring But superstardom's close to post-mortem It only grows harder Homie grows hotter He blows, it's all over These hoes is all on him Coast to coast shows He's known as the Globetrotter Lonely roads, God only knows He's grown farther from home
Here goes the cold water. These hoes don't want him no more. He's cold product. They moved on to the next mode who flows. He knows dove and sold nada. And so the soap opera is told it unfolds. I suppose it's old partner, but the beat goes on. That it don't let him do it out. Lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it. The mood all changed I've been chewed up and spit out and mood off stage But I kept rhyming and step right in the next cypher Best believe somebody's paying the Pied Piper All the pain inside amplified by the fact that I can't get by with my 9 to 5 And I can't provide the right type of life for my family Cause man, these goddamn food stamps for my diapers And it's no movie, there's no Mackay Pfeiffer This is my life and these times are so hard And it's getting even harder trying to feed and water my seed plus it's all I caught up between being a father and a prima donna Baby mama drama screaming all that too much For me to wanna stay in one spot Another damn monotony's gotten me To the point I'm like a snail I've got to formulate a plot Or end up in jail a shot Success is my only fucking option Failure's not Mama love you but this trailer's got to go I cannot grow old in Salem's lot So here I go it's my shot Feet fail me not This may be the only opportunity that I got You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it, you better 